Welcome to the Art Chatter Podcast, a fortnightly window into the working lives of two artists, Karen George and Gaynor Leverett Jakes. Join us for our chats as we mix up friendship and art and inspiration for artists and art lovers alike. Welcome along to episode 36 of Art Chatter. Today, Gaynor and I will be talking about how we stay motivated. Mm-hmm. Hi, Gaynor. You're chuckling. <laughs> I'm just thinking, I, I'm either in panic or lack of motivation. <laughs> so it's like, this will be a really good lesson for me. <laughs> I was hoping you'd have all the answers. Oh, I've got lots of ideas. I just need to put them into practice more. I think. Anyway, how are you, Karen? Hi. I'm well. I am well. Yeah. I haven't got COVID like you. Yeah, I'm kind of just getting over COVID. Well so. done. Um, <laughs> and, but it just seems to be everything is busy. Lots, lots of sales coming up and an art trail coming up and suddenly you think, oh, I've not sent that email or I've not sent that. I've not done this. Mm. But I've just finished doing all my workshops. Yay. And I'm not doing any more this year. Yeah. And I have to say, it was really good. Really enjoyed it. Did you? Yeah. You sound surprised. <laughs> well, no. No, not that you enjoyed it. But I, you know, that whole delivering workshop it just sounds really stressful to me. And, you know, it's that kind of um, bringing people in, making sure they're happy. And I know people generally are. And if they come into a workshop, it's because they want to learn and enjoy and paint and do all those things. But I don't know. I, I Well, I'm more of an introvert than you are. I'm, la- I'm, a, I'm not shy. I'm just a loud introvert. <laughs> Whereas I'm quieter. <laughs> I'm yeah, quieter. You're quiet. But I'm not but worried about talking to people. Yeah, you're more sociable than I am. Which is very nice. <laughs> yeah, so I just, that's why I frowned. It's like, ew, um, mm. people in my space, ew, no thanks. But yeah, I totally get it. And I think actually having witnessed a couple of your workshops, um, they're really engaging and it's hard not to come away feeling all bright and breezy and, well, motivated. There you go. Yeah, Back and to I, the subject. Exactly. And I was motivated enough to mm. book some more dates. For next year. Oh, wow's a woo. In the same venue? I've so far booked two in the same venue. Um, mm. Because when I sort of inquired, oh, what's it like for this this month and this month? There were very few Saturdays left and I thought, right, well, I'm going to get those first now. Yeah. Get a couple of those in and, mm. you know, and then I sort of booked up the, the rest. I think that's it, isn't it? You have to jump while you see the opportunity. Hmm. That's... Um... I, do you know, I was thinking about, our, because we actually had a quick text chat this morning about what we're going to talk about, okay, because um, we do sometimes, you know, consider what we're going to talk about. And motivation was one of the subjects that was 
a possibility. And I was thinking, how do I stay motivated? Because you know that I have, have been in the studio nonstop for weeks, working quite late, which I've mentioned. Um, and when I've had a day or so off for other reasons, um, I felt guilty as anything. So part of it is because I've got um, an exhibition coming up. So I think that's a major motivator. But also, I think once you get into the rhythm of things, it's it becomes easier to stay motivated. And I think your workshops can kickstart that in a lot of ways for people. Not necessarily, I mean, maybe for you mm. as well, because you get into that kind of creative habit. Um, but also for people who attend a workshop, I think it can just kickstart some creativity that you want to then pursue. It's funny you say that because I had one lady who came along and she just found me on Eventbrite, didn't know me at all. Mm. And which is quite strange normally for my workshops. It's generally, it's because I've spoken to a person before, I've been at an event and they've picked up a flyer. This mm. person straight from Eventbrite and she just wanted to get out of a rut. Yeah. And she came, she came away and she goes, thank you. You've got me out of my rut. I feel energised again now. There you are. And... That was brilliant. Mm. Mm. You know, she absolutely loved doing it all, you know, mm. playing with acrylics. And But I think to her, it didn't matter what it was. She just wanted to do something different and creative yeah. um, mm. to give her some sort of motivation to do more things in that, in yeah, that way. exactly. So, and I think there's something to be said for, because we are always, you've, when you're creative, whatever your the way you express it is, how you how am I going to phrase this now? It comes from from us, you know. Whatever it is we've got, you have to start from. We start from nothing, mm-hmm. don't we? Yeah. So it could be you go for a walk and think, oh, I really like the shape of that tree, or you go to a workshop and you think, oh, I love the way I used that texture thing and that stick that Karen made me jump up and down on the ground with and throw charcoal in the air. (laughs) Whatever it is, because that's what your workshops are like. I know you. Um, You know, however it is you kickstart it, you you know, it's got to come from somewhere because we create from nothing really Mm -hmm. most of the time. I mean, you know, sometimes landscapes, I know with you, you get inspired by your holidays and your trips and you sketchbook and then you put your sketchbook away and you go for it. But for other people, sometimes it's really quite hard when, especially I think an abstractist, to stand there and think, right, okay, what am I doing now? What I do I do today? I was going to say, it's not necessarily just abstractist. No. Mm. The struggle with that. You know, even if you've got a sketchbook full of ideas and things you've remembered, I think motivation is one to motivate you to get into the studio in the first place. What's going to motivate you to actually set the time aside? Mm-hmm. That's very different. But also then to sort of maintain that energy. Yes. How do you maintain that um, creative motivation? Mm. If that's what I mean. I mean, you get all these challenges, don't you, on Instagram? Yeah, because I, I was example. thinking about your 100-day challenge that you did, I mean, very successfully a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And that was 
really nice to see you motivated to do that. I did about, I don't know, 40. Well, and then got bored. I think it was last year I did the full 100 and this year oh. I did, I think, about 50. Yeah. But I was inspired enough to move on to do something else. I was motivated to move on to something else. Mm. I didn't need that um, prompt almost anymore. Mm. I think it just sort of allowed me to do it. Do you think when you get into a routine, it's easier or more difficult to create? Easier. I find it much mm. easier. I do. I think also, I, I don't know if it's just because you have permitted yourself to have the headspace to create, because you're in a routine, mm. a habit. Mm. You can click into it quicker. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I must admit, I having for the last, oh, I don't know, gosh, um, month, month and a half, maybe. Mm -hmm. I've been literally most days every day in the studio, and it just feels like I need. I know what I need to do, so I get up with the intention of once whatever needs doing that morning is done, whether it's breakfast or dog or whatever, I then am free to just go and do. And that is, re like you say, it's really freeing. So I think routine can be motivational because you just, your brain just says, this is what I'm doing today. And I think that's really good. But the when I was thinking about it, one of the other things that I think kicks off my motivation is the accountability calls that we have. And I know they can sometimes be a bit out of order because, you know, holidays or different things going on. But accountability calls for me have kept me motivated over the last few years. Does feeling accountable or the fear of failing motivate you? I mean, if you think about your exhibition coming up, does mm. is it the oh, fear pure of... panic. But <laughs> <laughs> is, is the fear of not having enough work to put up mm. a real motivational kick? Yeah, but it's not motivating me in the creative sense, if you know what I mean. It's motivating me to get in there and do it, get it done. Mm -hmm. Because I, um, I think I could wear a crown for procrastination. <laughs> you know, I would... You know, people could go, oh, yeah, because I think and then think and then overthink and then I'll think again. So if you told me 12 months ago that I'm going to be having, I need 20 odd pieces for a private members club and you got all this, I would have planned it for 11 and a half months and then painted in two weeks. Oh, you'd have left it to two weeks beforehand? Uh, well, no, I, no, not quite. But, you know, that, that's, that's my, I will plan. And then plan again and then think, oh, maybe not. Maybe I'd do this. Or I'd have painted them and then decided I hated everything and repainted them <laughs> like a month before. You know, so I, so I know I, I, deadlines are a great motivator for me because it's that old adage you've done is good enough because I will, I will overwork and rework and rework and rework everything and then decide I hate it all. That's rubbish and what have I done? But if I've got a deadline to work to, mm -hmm. it gives me a bit of a kick up the backside to just get on with it. Don't overthink it, just do it. Yeah. Whereas you're very methodical, I think. No, not necessarily. No? I... Hmm. It's 
good one, really. So I, you've got a similar, a similar thing going on in May of next year. And I know that already you've got two panels that you're prepping. Yeah, one I already had prepped and started, which was nothing to do with the thing next year. I've just bought yes. a second one. So I can work on them in tandem now. Yeah. Um, but literally, for that, that for me is if I don't actually start now, mm. I'm, I fear not being able to finish them in time. Mm. I don't want to be in the position where two weeks before I'm still painting. I don't, I don't want to be there, <laughs> like Gaynor. No. <laughs> it's definitely you. But, <laughs> and, I, and I just want to avoid that stress. So mm. I suppose mm. the motivation for me is to maintain my sanity mm. and sort of just do it step by step and just feel as if I'm getting there. The one thing that I wonder what will happen if I'm producing work over a period of time, mm. you know, because I'll be really concentrating on it, say, from... I'll probably start... January? Yeah, Jan in earnest, January, February, March will be my main painting yes. time. Yeah. But if I start any now... Mm. or maybe you know November onwards mm. because it's over five months it's managing to hold your work to a certain style yeah and not get carried away of exploring yeah different things yes because that is so easy to do when you're having fun mm. think it oh is. I just you know oh what if I do, do this a bit of a twirl. what if I do that Get that and little oh <laughs> yes that's nice <laughs> and so I wonder whether the work will evolve through the you know through the body of work you know what I mean mm. Mm. or whether I'd be I mean obviously there'll be a thread between all of it so I think it would still hang together whether mm. it's the color palette or the subject or I'm not sure sort of or maybe it might be a half and half I might do mm. half in one color palette and background I don't know I haven't planned out my work in terms of you know I'm going to be doing Four of this, four of this sort of view-ish in this atmosphere, mm. and another four of those, and two of them. I'm not. I haven't worked that out. I've worked out numbers of pieces I need, but not exactly what I'm going to. I mean, you can't. I can't paint like that anyway. No, no, I can't either. And that's. Um, I mean, how I've worked it, and I think you work in a similar way. Is that I will work on several panels at the same mm -hmm. time. They may have an underlying palette that's the same or a similar atmosphere or yeah. something that, like you say, creates a thread. Um, but then I'll put those away and work on another three together. Mm -hmm. And so although the work, um, I've got series that are very, very different, there yeah. is a similar colour palette going th right through. Um, be yeah, it'd be interesting because that particular yeah. venue, I know, there's you are able to hang the work in groups so that mm. each group would work rather than having to have yes. it all in one one room. So it's not all yeah. going to be in one huge room and that you'd yeah, have several smaller rooms. Work. Yeah. Mm. The other thing is um, there's very different atmosphere in a couple of the rooms mm. and so you can kind of get away with changing things up a bit from that point of view as well. Also, having a bit of variety might actually mm. work well there. Yeah, yeah. She says. If I had red stripes in every room, it might be a bit much. <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah. So, yeah, but keep it motivated. So the, I was thinking about it, and the way I keep 
motivated at the moment. Well, apart from the time pressure, <laughs> which yeah. is a giant motivation. Um, and actually, I'm not finding it stressful. I mean, I do kind of panic a little bit about getting everything framed in time, but not all of it's going to be framed. And that's a different stress. But actually being motivated to do the work, I have found that saying, you know, like looking at the, I will be working on three one meter pieces this week or I will be working on whatever. And that's fine. But I go back again to the basics. It's the accountability calls. The podcasts I listen to where other people are talking about art or what they do or their practice, it's really inspiring. You think, yeah, other people are doing this as well and you feel part of something and it's not just on you. And I think that's a big thing. And also booking something. It's a great motivator to think you've got something to work towards, even if it's a way off. I was going to say, having you see some people that are, way ahead of you they're you know very successful they sell loads um sell out exhibitions or everybody of work sort of everything sells Mm. and say say if you're not at that stage as an artist Mm -hmm. yep what motivates you to keep on going out to show show share your work Mm. and i think it is that end not end point but that sort of view of what you would like your life to be like yeah something to look forward to so that's kind of all I want to sell my work you sell it close to home to start with and then gradually your I don't know the ripples go out wider and wider don't they and also just to keep on looking ahead rather than just looking at where you are Mm. it's motivating to actually sort of not imagine well I suppose imagine what it would be like Mm. when Mm. You can live a life where you're not necessarily um, having to work work as well. Yeah. You know, you don't have to have a job. You're getting your income is purely from art. Yeah. Would be a big motivator for some people. Yeah. Um, it might be other people are doing art because they want to have, I don't know, a better quality of life. You know, and the motivation is having that balance more. Yeah, absolutely. And I think there's also... You know, mental health conversations have been very, very big this year. And I think that a lot of people going back into an office environment, for example, need an outlet. And I think that can be a giant motivator. It's just whether or not you can find time and space to have a creative outlet. And I think art is very accessible in that way. Um that's the motivator but I I do find I'm a lot saner when I'm painting which I know (laughs) yeah I know Karen's laughing at me and I can see her face like you're saner now (laughs) yes um it does it keeps me a little bit more grounded and kind of yeah a bit more zen I know I'm not very zen but a bit more zen (laughs) I do look like a mad banshee at the moment but um yeah <laughs> but yeah, I've um oh, did I tell you sorry, totally aside now. Go, go. Did I tell you about my best purchase in the last two weeks? No. I no. did put it on Instagram, but not on I put it on my stories. I've bought a pair of overalls. Oh you know how every piece of clothing I've got basically It's got paint. Because I go 
yeah, it's got yeah. paint on. Because even when um, when I don't plan on painting and I just go and check and see if something's dry and then I do my sticky finger on the thing and it's like, oh, it's not quite dry. And I can't help it. I go like that on my top <laughs> or on my... <laughs> or I knock it on the way out. So everything, oh, no. even my good clothes, my bestest clothes, have usually got a little bit of paint flicking somewhere on them. So I bought some overalls. Are they sort of full climb-in ones like toddlers have when they go out in the rain yeah. with the welly boots on? Yeah. No, they're more like um, Bob the Builder, I've been told. Oh, right. Whereas and like dunga- overalls, are they like dungarees? No, they're like over, like a workman's overalls. Oh, like if As you go in, to a garage or something. Yes, so I look ah. like a mechanic. Um, yep, so you climb in, you pull them up, um, long arms, and then fasten it over all your clothes underneath, which I do tend to wear about two or three jumpers underneath because obviously it's cold outside. And I look like some sort of weird mechanic with paint all over me. Um, literally the first day I wore them, I came back in to take them off and they were covered. covered in paint. Well, soon, covered. if you don't wash them, soon mm. and you let them dry, they'll be able to stand up on their own, won't they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now that's the motivator. <laughs> See, it could, be, it could be an art installation in itself, couldn't it? <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah, it really could, honestly. And the colours, you can see my colour palette all over it. What? it so, I want to know, what colour did you go for? I got green. Hold on. I'll show you the arms. I've actually just got them rolled down to the waist at the moment. The arms are wrapped around my waist, tying them in. But there you go, bottle green. Oh, right, bottle yeah. green, can you see that? Yeah. Very nice. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm absolutely thrilled with them. I'm still wearing my painty clothes underneath. Because um, because paint will always get onto your clothes underneath, even if you wear overalls. <laughs> I know. Well, they will with mine. Um, but it's definitely better. The the trousers or the pants I've got on haven't got any paint on. So I hope you're very proud of me. But yeah, so one of the motivations now is to get my overalls on and get out. Because I feel like a you know mechanic and going to work. It's like putting on your work clothes. Do you know what mm. I mean? Yes, it's almost like you're picking up your briefcase and walking out the door to work. Almost. Not like quite. Yeah. yeah, yeah, not quite. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yes, I am definitely putting on my uniform and going out to work. So I do feel, I think the dog is beginning to look at me as well. I was like, all oh, right, she's got that thing on again. Right, okay, I know to leave her alone. <laughs> mm. oh, you're training them. Yeah, I'm just thinking yeah. of things I've got to get motivated about. Oh, Lord. And that includes, I've got to get my accounts done. Ew. Hey, I've done mine. Oh. For this year, anyway. I mean, I, I don't keep on top of the monthly. As in, hold on, do you mean the this year years. or the previous year? You've done the previous the, year. The ones to submit this year. Yeah, that's the ones I need to do. Yeah. And I can't, at the moment, it's going to be time that motivates me. Well, <laughs> I, I always like to get them done. A deadline. Bef- I like to get them done before Christmas so mm. that I can relax at Christmas and not have to worry about, you know, having to do something like that after Christmas. Yeah, because in the UK, do they go in on 31st of January or something like that? Yeah, something like that, isn't it? So you need to get them out of the way before that, really. Yeah, well, then you can relax, can't you, knowing that you've done it. Exactly. Um, and it would be good yeah. if I could get motivated enough to get the accounts done to date for this current year, 
as well. I know. And I don't know, I'd probably be sort of a bit frazzled after I've done the first lot of accounts, as in ending, what is it, 21, 22? Yeah, yeah. 21, 22. Oh, I hate doing the accounts. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I know, I do. But you're very organised. You do something each month, don't yeah. you? Yeah, no, 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 no. Let's put this straight. My husband motivates me to do them because he absolutely hates doing them. So if they're done, we can both relax. <laughs> so we both... <laughs> so we end up doing the accounts together. And there's a bit of a routine now where he fills in the spreadsheets and I check against the various places, like the um, the bank account and... Mm-hmm credit card debit card whatever it is we've spent against yeah and I can do the double checking and making sure that we've got receipts that tie up with it all but otherwise no no I'm not motivated at all you have to have something I need something as a reward afterwards and the reward for me is we both go oh that's amazing and we stop worrying about it for a couple of months because it's just otherwise a nagging thing in the back of your head yeah, um, mine, mine is just a big... Uh, I've clipped things into a file. Mm, and then... I, and then I, Yeah, so I've got all my invoices and things like that mm-hmm. all clipped in, mm-hmm. not necessarily in order, but they're in the right section. Yeah. And then I have an envelope. You, the I credit know. envelope of doom. Yeah. It is a little bit. Because receipts tend to fade as well nowadays, don't <laughs> yeah. they? Yeah. And, yeah, it's hard to figure out what they are. I know some people have got those lovely apps where you just take a photograph of the receipt, it puts it in straight away, whether it's, you know, petrol, paint or whatever, and you can then just allocate it. I think if you're organised, that would be good. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't think I'd be organised to actually download the app in the first place. Right, yeah. But if I managed that, Mm. I would then... Forget to file the various things properly <laughs> because I've just spent, I spent today trying to yeah. sort out things for an art trail. Yes. And we have venue packs we give out to, the, we have um, like a lead artist at each venue and we give them a venue pack and it has everything from information mm. about our insurance, risk assessments, all that boring stuff that you have to do for your insurance mm. and posters and things and... Um, all our old stuff um, we've redone because we've got a new logo. Mm. And I say we've redone, I've had to redo. Um, but I couldn't find last year's posters anywhere because my filing on the computer was rubbish, absolutely oh. rubbish. And every time it happens, I think, I can't let this happen again. And I do. <laughs> I just think, right. Why? It's amazing. Actually, I've just listened to the Art Juice podcast this mm-hmm. morning. Oh, yeah. And Alice Sheridan. Yeah. Alice Sheridan was talking to an artist called, I think it's Anna F. for Freddie McDonald, I think. But I will put that in the show notes. And she has courses for organising your laptop. So artist laptops or working with, which both of us do, um, what are our notebooks called? What do you mean notebooks? You know, these little things. Ah, the bullet journals. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to sort of hold up something technical no. or anything. No, and she's, she's got little courses for 
And they look quite inexpensive. So if you want to get organised, there you go. Go and have a look at or listen to Art Juice mm-hmm. um, with Alice and I think it's Anna. And uh, Anna F. McDonald is F for Freddie in the middle. Um, and she's got little courses about getting organised with your laptop for artists and kind of doing things slow and steady, not I kind th- of overhauling yeah. everything. I think so there's something. Yeah. You know what to do, though, don't you? It's I do know, I do know what to do. It's physically finding, finding the time, time to actually yep. do it. So I've been trying to um, sort of file things in the right folders at the moment. Mm-hmm. Or if I've spent ages trying to find it and it's in a different folder, putting it into the folder I first chose so that yeah. it's more logical. But I need the world to stop for a minute or even three days to be able to spend time just sorting myself out. Like Everybody everybody else pause. I'm just going to spend three days sorting myself out and then I'll, I'll join you. I'll let you all get going again. Yeah. Okay, catch up. Yeah. Um, do you know, I think if the world paused for three three days now or three minutes even, I think I'd just take to my bed and have a good old sleep. I think and we need, yeah, I think we need like a time, t- is it a time turner that... Um, in the Harry Potter films, one of the characters, Hermione, yes. has um, a time turn, mm. so she can go back and redo something, and then yeah. Sort of, oh, um, and mind you, it's just as well I haven't got one of those because I'd go back and redo lots of. <laughs> You'd repaint away everything. I would. <laughs> Be like, oh, while I've got a chance, I'll just quickly zip over to 1992 and just redo this little bit. <laughs> I don't think I don't think they went back quite that far. I think it's no, only no, sort of the yeah. same day or something. But no, just that ability to actually control your time. And I suppose, yeah, that's a motivation thing, isn't it? Sort of. Yeah, I need to be motivated. I need to be. Maybe all this angst is my motivation yeah. to actually do something about it now. Well, there you are. I, do, I think it's easy, though. I think it's very easy when we've got busy lives to prioritise other things. And I think that's why I'm good with a deadline because I, it then really puts into focus where my attention should be. Mm. I think that's one of the biggest things with having a show or an art group to visit. Or It's like, you know, you go to an art group most weeks. Sorry, that's the dog. Um, and that must be kind of a prompt to get your stuff out and go and enjoy it. And then you come away again. And you, But it, it's motivating you to just keep going and chipping away at your practice. Yeah, I have to say, I haven't been going as frequently as I should. <laughs> Well, there goes that theory. <laughs> exactly. It, well, something had to give, you know, when there's too much I on. I mean, I, I think know. I didn't do an awful lot. And then, again, it must be habit. When I was going mm. every week, yes, it was good to actually, you know, grab my sketchbook, grab my art materials and get up there mm. and do whatever um, lesson that's been taught. Mm. Um, and then over May and June... We had various mm. exhibitions where I couldn't turn up to them anyway, so right. I didn't go to those. Mm. And so in September, I thought, right, I'll go again. And I think mm. I managed to get one day on the right day and maybe wow. two on the wrong days. Yeah, oh. Just trying to trying to fit it in amongst everything else because I've yeah. not totally blocked that day off. You know, See, that's I what I think I need to do. There's something key that you yeah. definitely need to 
just say that day is for this, that and the other. But we can't, you know, we're, we're always chasing our tails with other things as well. You know, like, life is important, you know, yeah. as well as the art. So it's finding that balance, isn't it? I think it's so easy, though, to get distracted, get pulled off course. Yeah. So what podcasts were you listening to that would, you know, reinforce this motivation? There's a few. I mean, I do listen to a lot of arty-type podcasts. That's um, Art Chatter. Oh, that's us. (laughs) (laughs) See? Woo! (laughs) You're nutter. Um, Yeah, it wasn't even intentional. Um, I listen to Art Life a lot because I just think Nick Wilton's voice is just so soothing. Um, Are they very long? No, and I dip in and out. Sometimes if I'm listening, I think, oh, you're waffling on a bit, and I'll fast forward. Um, I tend to listen to Art Juice when it's around, because I know they had a summer break, didn't they? Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I'll listen to that. Hold on, let me just move you so I can have a look at my podcast list. Um, Your Art Matters, which is um, Michelle Lloyd, I think. And they're quite short and sweet, usually. Um, and I think she runs a membership group as well, but I don't know. I don't know much about it. I, I am envious because I haven't been listening to podcasts for the last couple of weeks mm. because the speaker on my phone went. Oh no! And I went into you know the Apple shop to sort of check it out, and um, mm. it's of a it's an older model because I'm of the. Um, I always get my daughter's hand-me-down phones. Mm. It's a bit like second, you know, get always wearing your siblings' clothing. I always get the hand-me-down um, yeah. phones. I think a lot of us parents do. Yeah. Um, and this particular model, the speaker is not a separate bit. You have to replace something else as well. So when mm. it, when he said, um, well, that will be, you know, to get it repaired, the unit bit itself costs £350, at which point I'm on the floor in shock. Um, and, of course, there's labour then as well. And I knew yeah. that the battery, the battery's running down on the phone as well. I have to recharge it more frequently. Yeah. So before I start listening to podcasts again, I've got to buy a new phone. Or, or rather a refurbished phone. Yeah, or you have a plug in your, um, a charger in your studio. I've got a charger, but the speaker doesn't work. Oh, of course. You can't plug both in, can you? I've got one of these um, Bluetooth speaker things, but that yeah. that doesn't work brilliantly either. It keeps switching itself <gasps> off. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you can tell my life is a bit sort of it like... It shows uh, our priorities are, doesn't it? Yeah, and I just need I just need to go, right, yeah, that will do and just buy it because I'm not particularly that fussed. I know that I want an iPhone again because I'm used to how that works. Yeah, <laughs> the idea I of trying I can't to... learn a new system now. I'm, yeah, I can't yeah, I can't be bothered to learn it, you know, how to mm, use no. another one. Yeah. So I just need to do it. Mm. Um I think I'd, yeah. I'd recommend when you do mm-hmm. window shits up window sill chats as well if I can say that properly. That's another podcast that's really sweet. Window Sill. Window sill chats. Okay. I mean, there's loads of others. Um, but I'd listen to things like Happy Place as well because it's so nice listening to, you know, lovely people talk about things that are lovely. 
Yeah, I haven't listened to any of those, you see. Oh, there you are then. Well, hopefully somebody will get something out of those. But yeah, I mean, I, I like a bit of company. And also I've discovered that if my one side of the brain, I can't remember which, what, which one's which, um, listens to something, whether it's music or a book or a podcast or um, something similar, then the other side of my brain, I don't panic about what I'm painting. I don't overthink it. I relax more, yes, because yeah. I'm listening, partly listening. I'm not like fully tuned in all the time. Um, but part of my brain is engaged in keeping busy with that. And then the other side of my brain can relax into painting. Yeah, I do. Which is also a motivation for me. I tend to listen to podcasts if I'm doing sort of sorting around the studio or sketchbooky stuff. Mm. But if I'm painting, I don't have anything on, I don't have music on or anything. Mm. I'm just strange. I imagine it's. I don't notice. I don't notice the silence because I'm just painting. But then I'm the sort of person that does. I don't have the radio on in the car. Mm, I do sometimes and don't sometimes. Mm. I, but I think with. I think I need to keep part of my brain occupied so I don't overthink. Because otherwise, I paint with mud. You know, because I mix mm. things so much. It's like <laughs> I do overthink, and I need to step back on a regular basis. Um, yeah, yeah. So what motivates you to get into the studio of a morning? If I've got a to-do list. So it's all to-do lists? Yeah. And your bullet journal? Yeah. Um, there has to... I mean, gen, generally, there. I mean, there. Are, obviously, I, I want to paint. I mean, having done all these workshops, mm. I'm absolutely just itching to paint because you're watching everybody else paint and you're just thinking, oh, I could really, really paint now. And I've thought of a really good way of explaining... Um, explaining something that I didn't explain in my workshop that now I want to actually just try out as a way of explain I want to explain layering you see okay. and so I thought I won't I won't describe it now because it'll be you need to you need it needs to be a visual podcast in practice this one. Yeah. yeah yeah so I'm I'm sort of you know when you've got that something sort of going around the back of your head and you think mm. oh mm. that might work that might be a way mm. of explaining it all um yeah so i'm going to you know ha having that so you want to trial it first yeah i want to trial it to myself almost mm. Mm. and sort of see whether it works if i sort of anyway yeah Cool, let's no. talk about sort of talking around in circles there. But there you go. So <laughs> my brain you mean, works. <laughs> Sometimes you have to actually try something out to make sure that it expresses what you want it to. That's exactly. You put the words right into my mouth. There you there go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, so yeah, so I need to have something organised. Um, mm. I need to have a deadline. I, yeah, for sure. I find it very difficult to relax so if mm. I'm relaxing, I need to have almost timetabled my, you know, allow myself yeah. to, to allow myself to relax. I feel as mm. if, well, I've been working hard now, I can relax. Mm. But if I've done nothing all day, I feel like I've wasted time almost. Yeah, I can understand that. I mean, it's over the weekend, I did take some time out to relax because obviously I had COVID, I was recovering from COVID and... Um, I ended up tidying social media files <laughs> on my phone because I could still sit down and do that. So it's like, what am I doing? Just switch off, watch a film, read a book. And I did end up kind of reading a book, mm -hmm. which was nice. Um, 
but then I, again, I was itching to get back in the studio because I knew I had stuff to do. It's like, come on, come on, come on, come on. So I wasn't relaxing as much as I should have been or yeah. could have been. I'm going to remove shed from my, my vocabulary because it's such a negative word for me because it feels like I'm, you know, constantly... yourself. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, um, yeah. But I, I honestly feel that once I'm more into the flow of doing something, it just becomes a pattern and it becomes easier. Um, the things I need to build into that, however, are perhaps the admin side, because again, motivation for that isn't as strong. Motivation for post on social media, Mm-mm, not so much. But I'll do that because I can think, right, I can do that as I go along, perhaps. Um, motivation for accounts. Ooh. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it dep- I think it very much depends on what you're motivating yourself to do. Yeah. In because one. some things, you know, I'll need a glass of wine <laughs> pulling me towards it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the accounts. Oh dear. It's always easy when we arrange a time to do the podcast, for example, because I just think, oh, great, I'm going to have a nice chat with Karen now. And that's, you don't need any motivation to just no. do that. We just need to find time. It's sort of like, and we, we've we been a bit chock a block. So this one's going to be just before it goes out. So that's brilliant. Yeah, it's a bit chaotic at the moment, isn't it? So you were going to mention a friend of ours. Oh, yes. Yeah. Things that inspire you. Yes. Artist newsletters. I do like yeah. artist newsletters because you oh, get again, motivation. They do motivate you. And there's different artists um, that often share share a lot on their newsletters, including mm. there's Susan McCreevy up in yep. Inverness. And she was, I mean, the number of technical hints and tips that she's given out about how to use an iPhone and everything. It's been mm. fantastic. Um, apart from, obviously, all her own work and processes she does. So talented. But I just received um, a newsletter from Tamara Grand mm. and she was talking about um, exhibitions. She was having an open studio and this, that and the other. And I was thinking, such a shame. I mean, Instagram's brilliant because you meet so many artists around the world. And then at the same time, because they're around the world, at the other, across the other side of the world, you can't actually see them in person. You can't see their work in person. And then she did something. She, she said, oh, and if you can't come to an open studio, why not book a virtual tour with me? I can do a Zoom or a FaceTime. And I thought, what a brilliant idea. So That's well done. So I'm nice. going to nick that idea tomorrow and mm. um, offer that up when I'm at the Arts Trail or something. Yeah, it's well worth it. Can I also say thank you to Tamara? Because we were bemoaning painting a lot and our shoulders and back getting tense and everything. And Tamara very kindly last week shared um, some different stretches and things to ease out an artist's back. So um, go and have a look at that on Tamara's page if you haven't already. Yeah. Yeah, because that was... But she's, she looks so super fit. Oh, yeah. So super fit. It's crazy times. <laughs> yeah. An artist anyway. and super fit. There you go. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Motivation for a different thing. Well, I know you're going to be jumping back into the studio. Literally as soon as we put the phone down. Yep, yep, yep. yep. I shall be. And what about you? What are you up to? 
I am going Cam back Valley. to yeah, go back to the computer, Cam Valley. Mm. I've got loads of printing out to do and just getting it everything sorted. And once that's mm. done, the motivation for me is I can just breathe a sigh of relief. <gasps> that's done. Right. Yeah. And cross that one off. Don't have to think about it again. And I am going to file the stuff in the right place for next year. <laughs> <laughs> next year we'll be saying, and oh, I didn't find it. I, I couldn't find, find it anywhere. Where did I put it? Oh, no, yeah. be all right. Anyway, yeah. we better get well, going. Yeah. Have a very jolly week, everybody. Yes. Oh, and um, while we're on the subject, if you could very kindly follow us on whichever app you listen to your podcasts on mm-hmm. and give us a share if you actually enjoy our company yeah be good to hear from you yeah 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 give us a shout say hi we don't bite well karen does karen's awful oh, i'm nice awful <laughs> <laughs> she's always like this anyway always have lots of g- love everybody yeah. have a good week you too take you care too. bye, bye. Smoke Slam for the slaughter